0: Hare Krishna, my dear devotees. Welcome back to the daily readings of Śrīla Prabhupāda's books right here in the live studios in the Haven, which is located in Hive, Kent, southeast England. Just a stone's throw from the English Channel. And Das Pramācārya and I are holding down the fort and trying to keep the sound vibration going. Uh, distributing the Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam uh, to as many people as we can hear, will hear, will listen and an attempt to purify the ether which is now so polluted and so uh, filled with dissension and quarrel and hate and racism and so many things political turmoil but here is where uh, the actual peace lies. And more than peace, uh, true happiness. Śrīmad-Bhāgavata Mihima Stotram by Śrīla Sanatan Goswami explains and glorifies the Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam. And it goes like this. sarva sasthab DP yusha sarva vetai satpalam. Sarva Siddhanta Ratnadya kadrik prada O oh, nectar from, from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana Srimad Bhagavata Prabhu Kalidwando Dithaditya Shri Krishna Paribartita, O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master Srimad Bhagavatam, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Shri Krishna. Paramananda pataya Prema Varshakshadayate Sarvadasavasevaya Shri Krishnaya Namostume. I bow down to you, who were supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna Himself. mad bando mad mad man Mahadana man mad bhāgya mad anandana-mostute My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my saviour, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asādhu, sādhuta dāyīn, atini mam narit O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please, Never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudivaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudivaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudivaya vasudivaya. So, we've reached the 25th chapter of the third canto of Shimad bhagavatam entitled The Glories of Devotional Service. Kārādhava has left home <clears throat> after offering his, his prayers to Kapiladev. And now, Devahuti has, has asked her first series of questions. Uh, now we're going to hear uh, the teachings of Kapiladev, beginning with from text 12. Maitreya said, after hearing of his mother's uncontaminated desire for transcendental realization, the Lord thanked her within himself. For her questions, and thus his face smiling, he explained the path of the transcendentalists who were interested in self-realization. Purport Devahuti has surrendered her confession of material entanglement and her desire to gain release. Her questions to Lord Kapila are very interesting for persons who are actually trying to get liberation from material entanglement and attain the perfectional stage of human life. Unless one is interested in understanding his spiritual life or his constitutional position, and unless he also feels inconvenience in material existence, his human life form of life is spoiled. One who does not care For these transcendental necessities of life and simply engages like an animal in eating, sleeping, fearing and mating has spoiled his life. Lord Kapila was very much satisfied by his mother's questions because the answers stimulate one's desire for liberation from the conditional life of material existence. Such questions are called apavarga-vardhanam, those who have actual spiritual interest are called sat or devotees satam prasangat sat means that which is et- that which eternally exists and asat means that which is not eternal unless one is situated on the spiritual platform he is not sat he is asat the asat stands on a platform which does not which will not exist. But anyone who stands on the spiritual platform will exist eternally. At spirit soul, as spirit soul, everyone exists eternally, but the asat has accepted the material world as his shelter, and therefore he is full of anxiety. Asad Grahat, the income an incompatible situation of the spirit soul who has the false idea of enjoying matter is the cause of the soul's being asat actually the spirit soul is not asat as soon as one is conscious of this fact and takes to christian consciousness he becomes sat satam gati the path of the eternal is very interesting to persons who are after liberation. And His Lordship Kapila began to speak about that path. Text 13 The Personality of Godhead answered. The yoga system, which relates to the Lord as, as the, and the individual soul, which is meant for the ultimate benefit of the living entity, and which causes detachment from all happiness and distress in the material world is the highest yoga system. Purport In the material world, everyone is trying to get some material happiness. But as soon as we get some material happiness, there is also material distress. In the material world, one cannot have unadulterated happiness. Any kind of happiness one has is contaminated by distress also. For example, if we want to drink milk, then we have to bother to maintain a cow and keep her fit to supply milk. Drinking milk is very nice. It is also pleasure. But for the sake of drinking milk, one has to accept much trouble. The yoga system as here stated by the lord is meant to end all material happiness and material distress. The best yoga as taught in Bhagavad Gita by Krishna is bhakti yoga. It is not mentioned in the Gita that one should try to be tolerant and not be disturbed. It is also mentioned, excuse me, it is also mentioned in the Gita that one should try to be tolerant and not be disturbed by material happiness or distress. Of course, one may say that he is not disturbed by material happiness, but he does not know that just after one enjoys so-called material happiness, material distress will follow. This is the law of the material world. Lord Kapila states that the yoga system is the science of the spirit. One practices yoga in order to attain perfection on the spiritual platform. There is no question of material happiness or distress. It is transcendental. Lord Kapila will eventually explain how it is transcendental, but the preliminary introduction is given here. Text 14 O pious mother, I shall, I, I, shall now explain, I shall now explain unto you the ancient yoga system which I explained formally to the great sages. It is serviceable and practical in every way. PURPORT The Lord does not manufacture a new system of yoga. Sometimes it is claimed that someone has become an incarnation of God and is expounding a new theological aspect of the absolute truth. But here we find that although Kapila Muni is the Lord Himself and is capable of manufacturing a new doctrine for His mother, He nevertheless says, I shall just explain the ancient system which I once explained to the great sages because they were also anxious to hear about it. When we have a super-excellent process already present in Vedic scriptures, there is no need to concoct a new system, to mislead the innocent public. At present, it has become a fashion to reject the standard system and present something bogus in the name of a newly invented process of yoga. Text 15 The stage in which the consciousness of a living entity is attracted by the three modes of material nature is called conditional life. But when that same consciousness is attached to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, one is situated in the consciousness of liberation. PURPORT There is a distinction here between Krishna consciousness and Māyā Consciousness. Guneshu or Maya consciousness involves attachment to the three modes of material nature, under which one on under which one works sometimes in goodness and knowledge, sometimes in passion, and sometimes in ignorance. These different qualitative activities with the central attachment for material enjoyment are the cause of one's Conditional life. When the same chetak or consciousness is transferred to the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna, or when one becomes Krishna conscious, he is on the path of liberation. Text 16 When one is completely cleansed of the impurities of lust and greed produced from the false identification of the body as I and bodily possessions, as mine, one's mind becomes purified. In that pure state, he transcends the stage of so-called material happiness and distress. PURPORT Kama and Loba are the symptoms of material existence. Everyone always desires to possess something. It is said here that desire and greed are the products of false identification of oneself with the body. When one becomes free from this contamination, then his mind and consciousness also become freed and attain their original state. Mind, consciousness and the living entity exist. Whenever we speak of the living entity, this includes the mind and consciousness. The difference between conditional life and liberated life occurs when we purify the mind and the consciousness. When they are purified, one becomes transcendental to material happiness and distress. In the beginning, Lord Kapila has said that perfect yoga enables one to transcend the platform of material distress and happiness. How this can be done is explained here. One has to purify his mind and consciousness. This can be done by the bhakti-yoga system. As explained in the Narada Pancharatra, one's mind and senses should be purified, tat pradhat pradhat nirmalam One's senses must be engaged in devotional service to the Lord. That is the process. The mind must have some engagement. One cannot make the mind vacant. Of course, there are some foolish attempts to try to make the mind vacant or void, but that is not possible. The only process that will purify the mind is to engage it in Krishna. The mind must be engaged. If we engage our minds in Krishna, naturally the consciousness becomes fully purified and there is no chance of the entrance of material desire and greed. Text 17 At that time, the soul can see himself to be transcendental to material existence. And always self effulgent, never fragmented, although very minute in size. Purport In the state of pure consciousness or Krishna consciousness, one can see himself as a minute particle, non different from the Supreme Lord. As stated in Bhagavad Gita, the Jiva or the individual soul is eternally part and parcel of the Supreme Lord. Just as the sun's rays are minute particles of the brilliant constitution of the sun, so a living entity is a minute particle of the Supreme Spirit. The individual soul and the Supreme Lord are not separated as in material differentiation. The individual soul is a particle from the very beginning. One should not think that because the individual soul is a particle, it is fragmented from the whole spirit. Mayavad philosophy enunciates that the whole spirit exists, but a part of it, which is called the jīva, is entrapped by illusion. This philosophy, however, is unacceptable because spirit cannot be divided like a fragment of matter. That part, the jīva, is eternally a part. As long as the Supreme Spirit exists, his part and parcel also exists. As long as the Sun exists, the molecules of the Sun's rays also exist. The jiva particle is estimated in the Vedic literature to be one ten-thousandth the size of the upper portion of a hair. It is therefore infinitesimal, the Supreme Spirit is infinite, but the living entity or the individual soul is infinitesimal. Infinitesimal. Decimal, infinitesimal. <laughs> Although it is not different in quality from the Supreme Spirit. Two words in this verse are to be particularly noted. One is Narantaram, which means non-different or of the same quality. The individual soul is also expressed here as animanam. Animanam means infinitesimal. The Supreme Spirit is all-pervading, but the very small spirit is the individual soul. Akanditam means not exactly fragmented, but constitutionally always infinitesimal. No one can separate the molecular parts of the sunshine from the sun. But at the same time, the molecular part of the sunshine is not as expansive as the sun itself. Similarly, the living entity, by his constitutional position, is qualitatively the same as the spirit soul the supreme spirit, but he is infinitesimal. Text eighteen. In that position of self-realization, by practice of knowledge and renunciation in devotional service, one sees everything in the right perspective. He becomes indifferent to material existence. And the material influence acts less powerfully upon him. Purport as the contamination of the germs of a particular disease can influence a weaker person. Similarly, the influence of material nature or illusory energy can act on the weaker or conditioned soul, but not on the liberated soul. Self-realization is the position of the liberated state. One understands his constitutional position by knowledge and vairāgya renunciation. Without knowledge, one cannot have realization. The realization that one is infinitesimal part, is the infinitesimal part and parcel of the Supreme Spirit makes him unattached to material, conditional life. That is the beginning of devotional service. Unless one is liberated from material contamination, one cannot engage himself in the devotional service of the Lord in this verse therefore it is stated jnana vairagya yuktena when one is in full knowledge of one's constitutional position and is in the renounced order of life detached from material attraction then by pure devotional service bhakti yuktena he can engage himself as a loving servant of the Lord Paripaśyati means that he can see everything in the right perspective. Then the influence of material nature becomes almost nil. This is also confirmed in Bhagavad Gita. Brahmabhūtaka prasanātmā. When one is self-realized, he becomes happy and free from the influence of material nature. And at that time, he is freed from lamentation and hankering. In that position, the Lord states, one begins real devotional service, madbhaktim labhate Padam. Similarly, it is confirmed in the Narada Pancharatra that when the senses are purified, they can, be, they can then be engaged in the devotional service of the Lord. One who is attached to material contamination cannot be a devotee. Text 19 Perfection in self-realization cannot be attained by any kind of yogi unless he engages in devotional service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, for that is the only auspicious path. PURPORT PURPORT <clears throat> that knowledge and renunciation are never perfect unless joined by devotional service is explicitly explained here. Nayujyamanaya means without being dovetailed. When there is devotional service, then the question is where to offer that service. Devotional service is to be offered to the Supreme Personality of Godhead who is the Supersoul of everything, for that is the only reliable path of self-realization or Brahman-realization. The word brahmasiddhaya means to understand oneself to be different from matter, to understand oneself to be Brahman. The Vedic words are aham brahmasmi. Brahmasiddhi means that one should know that he is not matter, he is pure soul. There are different kinds of yogis, but every yogi is supposed to engage in self-realization or Brahman realization. It is clearly stated here that unless one is fully engaged in the devotional service of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, one cannot have easy approach. Again, it is clearly stated here that unless one is fully engaged in the devotional service of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, one cannot have easy approach to the path of Brahma-siddhi. In the beginning of the second chapter of Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam, it is stated that when one engages himself in the devotional service of Vasudeva, spiritual knowledge and renunciation of the material world automatically become manifest. Thus, a devotee does not have to try separately for renunciation or knowledge. Devotional service itself is so powerful <clears throat> that by one's service, attitude, everything is revealed. It is stated here, This is the only auspicious path for self-realization. The path of devotional service is the most confidential means for attaining Brahman Realization. That, that perfection in Brahman Realization is attained through the auspicious path of devotional service indicates that the so-called Brahman Realization or Realization of the Jyoti effulgence is not Brahma-siddhi. Beyond that Joti, there is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In the Upanishads, a devotee prays to the Lord to kindly put aside the effulgence brahmājyotī so that the devotee may see within the Brahmayoti the actual eternal form of the Lord. Unless one attains realization of the transcendental form of the Lord, there is no question of bhakti. Bhakti necessitates the existence of the recipient of devotional service, and the devotee who renders devotional service. Brahma-siddhi, through devotional service, is realization of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The understanding of the effulgent rays of the body of the Supreme Godhead is not the the perfect stage of Brahma-siddhi or Brahman realization. Nor is the realization of the paramatma feature of the Supreme Person perfect. For Bhagavan, the Supreme Personality of Godhead is Akilatma. He is the Supersoul. One who realizes the Supreme Personality realizes the other features, namely the Paramatma feature and the Brahman feature. And that total realization is Brahma Siddhi. Text 20 Every learned man knows very well that attachment for the material is the greatest entanglement of the spirit soul. But but that same attachment, when applied to the self-realized devotees, opens the door of liberation. This is a wonderful verse. (inaudible), prasangam ajadang Pasham atmanak kaviyo viduhu sa Sadushu Krito Moksha Dvaram Apavritam Every learned man knows very well that attachment for the material is the greatest entanglement of the spirit soul. But that same attachment, when applied to the self-realized devotees, opens the door of liberation. Purport Here it is clearly stated that attachment for one thing is the cause of bondage and conditioned life. And the same attachment, when applied to something else, opens the door of liberation. Attachment cannot be killed. It It has simply to be transferred. Attachment for material things is called material consciousness. An attachment for Krishna or his devotee is called Krishna consciousness. Consciousness is therefore the platform of attachment. It is clearly stated here that when we simply purify the consciousness from material consciousness to Krishna consciousness, we attain liberation. Despite this statement, that one should give up attachment desirelessness is not possible for a living entity a living entity by constitution has the propensity to be attached to something we see that if someone has no object of attachment if he has no children then he transfers his attachment to cats and dogs this indicates that the propensity for attachment cannot be stopped. It must be utilized for the best purpose. Our our attachment for material things perpetuates our conditional state. But the same attachment, when transferred to the Supreme Personality of Godhead or His devotee, is the source of liberation." Here it is is recommended that attachment should be transferred to the self-realized devotees, the sadhus. And who is a sadhu? A sadhu is not just an ordinary man with a saffron robe or long beard. A sadhu is described in Bhagavad Gita as one who unflinchingly engages in devotional service. Even though one is found not to be following the strict rules and regulations of devotional service. If one simply has unflinching faith in Krishna, the Supreme Person, he is understood to be a sadhu. Sadhu-reva vyak. A sadhu is a, is a strict follower of devotional service. It is recommended here that if one at all wants to realize Brahman, or spiritual perfection, his attachment should be transferred to the sadhu, or devotee. Lord Caitanya also confirmed this, Lava-matra, sadhu-sanghe, siddhi hoy." Simply by a moment's association with a sadhu, one can attain perfection. Mahatma is a synonym of sadhu. It is said that service to a Mahatma or elevated devotee of the Lord is Dvaram Ahur Vimukte, the royal road of liberation. Mahatsevam Dvaram Ahur Vimuktes, Tamo Dvaram Yoshitam Sanghi Sangam. Srimad Bhagavatam 552. Rendering service to the materialists has the opposite effect. If anyone offers service to a gross materialist or a person engaged only in sense enjoyment, then by association with such a person, the door to hell is opened. The same principle is confirmed here. Attachment to a devotee is attachment to the service of the Lord because if one associates with a sadhu, the result will be that the sadhu will teach him how to become a devotee a worshipper and a sincere servitor of the Lord. These are the gifts of a sadhu. If we want to associate with a sadhu, we cannot expect him to give us instructions on how to improve our material condition. But he will give us instructions on how to cut the knot of the contamination of material attraction and how to elevate ourselves in devotional service. That is the result of of associating with a sadhu. Kapila Muni first of all instructs that the path of liberation begins with such association. Text 21 Titikshava Karonika, suridak sarvadehinam ajantashatravak shanta Sādhava Sādhu bhushana. Famous verse The symptoms of Isādhu are that he is tolerant, merciful and friendly to all living entities. He has no enemies, he is peaceful, he abides by the scriptures and all his characteristics are sublime. Purport A sadhu, as described above, is a devotee of the Lord. His concern, therefore, is to enlighten people in devotional service to the Lord. That is his mercy. He knows that without devotional service to the Lord, human life is spoiled. A devotee travels all over the country, from door to door, preaching, Be Krishna conscious. Be a devotee of Lord Krishna. Don't spoil your life by simply fulfilling your animal propensities. Human life is meant for self-realization or Krishna consciousness. These are the preachings of a sadhu. He is not satisfied with his own liberation. He always thinks about others. He is the most compassionate personality towards all the fallen souls. One of his qualifications, therefore, is karunika, very merciful to the fallen souls. While engaged in preaching work, he has to meet with so many opposing elements, and therefore the sadhu, or devotee of the Lord, has to be very tolerant. Someone may ill-treat him because the conditioned souls are not prepared to receive the transcendental knowledge of devotional service. They do not like it. That is their disease. The sadhu has the thankless task of impressing upon them the importance of devotional service. Sometimes sadhus are personally attacked with violence. Like Lord Jesus Christ was crucified. Thakur was caned in 22 marketplaces. And Lord Chaitanya's principal assistant Nityananda was violently attacked by by Jagai and Madhai. But still they were tolerant because their mission was to deliver the fallen souls. One of the qualifications of a sadhu is that he is very tolerant and is merciful to all fallen souls. He is merciful because he is the well-wisher of all living entities. He is not only a well-wisher of human society, but a well wisher of animal society as well. It is said here, sarva dehinam, which indicates all living entities who have accepted material bodies. Not only does the human being have a material body, but other living entities, mm, such as cats and dogs, also have material bodies. The devotee of the Lord is merciful to everyone, the cats, dogs, trees and so on. He treats all living entities in such a way that they can immediately get salvation from this material entanglement. Shivananda Sain, one of the disciples of Lord Chaitanya, gave liberation to a dog by treating the dog transcendentally. There are so many instances where a dog got salvation by, with by association with a sadhu. Because a sadhu engages in the highest philanthropic activities for the benediction of all living entities. Yet although a sadhu is not inimical towards anyone, the world is so ungrateful that even a sadhu has many enemies. What is the difference between an enemy and a friend? It is a difference in behavior. A sadhu behaves with all conditioned souls for their ultimate relief from material entanglement. Therefore, no one can be more friendly than a sadhu in relieving a conditioned soul. A sadhu is calm and he quietly and peacefully follows the principles of scripture. A sadhu means one who follows the principles of scripture and at the same time is a devotee of the Lord. One who actually follows the principles of scripture must be a devotee of God because all the shastras instruct us to obey the orders of the Personality of Godhead. Śādhu, therefore, means a follower of the scriptural injunctions and a devotee of the Lord. All these characteristics are prominent in a devotee. A devotee develops all the good qualities of the demigods, whereas a non-devotee, even though academically qualified, has no actual good qualifications or good characteristics according to the standard of transcendental realization. Hare Krishna, Srila Prabhupada, Ki Jai. Shila Kapila Dev Muni Ki Jai. Okay, we'll stop here. It's just after eight o'clock, believe it or not. Time flies. And you're having a good time. Okay, waiting for the rela- discussions and reflections of the assembled sages. Hare Krishna. Okay,
1: first is from
2: Shantarupa.
0: Hare Krishna Santa Rupa Hare
2: Krishna Hare Krishna
1: And from Gopakanya Devi
0: Dasi Yes, Gopakanya Devi Dasi Hare
1: Krishna, dear Maharaj and all assembled sages all glories to Srila Prabhupada and Srimad Bhagavatam
0: Jai, all glories to His Divine Grace
1: And from Tamal Krishna Goswami Memories From Tamal
0: Krishna Goswami Memories Pooh. okay Jai Guru Maharaj Jai TKG Jai we call him Goswami Maharaj or Srila Gurudev that's from Rati Manjari Rati Manjari, glad to have you back
1: dear Guru Maharaj please accept my respectful obeisances of all glories to Srila Prabhupada
0: Jai, all glories to his divine grace. Hare Krishna,
2: Hare Krishna, Krishna. Krishna Hare 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 Ramo, Hare Rāma. What a darshan. Ramadhamo Hare
1: Hare And from Rati Manjari
0: Yes Rati
1: She says it's me Rati The TKG memories (laughs) I was on my other account
0: Oh Hare Krishna Well that makes sense perfect sense
2: krishna krishna hari hari Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare.
0: It's from Rati Manjar. Yes, Rati, please.
2: I am
1: also glad to be back. I have been swept up in a roller coaster of summer activities hmm. around the retreat of His Holiness Kadambakanana Swami Maharaj. Hmm.
0: What a wonderful thing. We just heard about this. If you just transfer your attachment to a sadhu you become a sadhu you're following the instructions of the Bhagavatam very strictly, Bhati congratulations, Hare Krishna
1: It's going from one preaching engagement to another, plus I'm hosting
0: some guests Very nice This is real life
1: Gauranga Gopal
0: yes Gauranga Gopal Hai Bo
1: Hare Krishna Maharaj what a nice reading tonight hmm devotees are so attractive hearing about their qualities in the last verse you read makes me feel very grateful being able to associate with them
0: yes absolutely
1: also my prayers go to the two sadhus in Ukraine who today left their bodies while giving Krishna to the lost souls there in the form of prasadam
0: Hare Krishna Hare Krishna yes there was an attack on the uh, food for life building dangerous place this material world we should never think that we're safe and that will give us a sense of urgency about staying Krishna conscious all the time that's what a devotee is your devotee has a sense of urgency about staying uh, fixed in Christian consciousness all the time in loving service. All glories to those devotees. We Abhay and I say a prayer every morning in our morning program to Lord Nishingadev that if He, for so desires, He should give special protection to the devotees in Ukraine and even the ones in Russia that are potentially politically compromised in some way or another. Oh, glorious to the devotees of the Lord, especially the preachers. Hare Krishna.
1: This is also from Goranga Gopal.
0: Yes, Goranga Gopal.
1: While engaged in preaching work, the sadhu has to meet so many opposing elements and therefore the sadhu has to be very tolerant
0: yes this is the predominant characteristic of a sadhu and he's always thinking of how, he, how to do good to others and therefore his mind is satisfied he's either thinking of how to do good to others or is he, he is he is retracting his mind from thoughts of sense gratification or he's absorbed in the wonderful uh, spiritual literatures given to us by Srila Prabhupada and our previous Acharyas Hare Krishna
1: And from Rati Manjari
0: Yes Rati
1: uh, Actually the retreat was exactly about this chapter of Bhagavatam oh. The Glories of Devotional Service Wonderful Thank you Guru Maharaj for always seeing the good in what I am trying to do and encouraging me It means so much to me Your guidance is so pacifying
0: (laughs) Well It doesn't take much effort to see those things in your Radhi, because you're always absorbed in doing one thing or another to help people in their Krishna consciousness Hare Krishna (laughs) It's like falling off a log No problem Yes, Subbharal.
1: Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances and all glories to the Prabhupada. Thank you for your daily reading service. Today's reading is truly Sarva Siddhanta Ratnadya, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths.
0: Absolutely.
1: One, I shall now explain unto you the ancient yoga system which I explained formally to the great sages. Mm. 2. The state in which the consciousness of the living entity is attracted by the three modes of material nature is called conditional life. Mm. But when that same consciousness is attached to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, one is situated in the consciousness of liberation. Mm. 3. lava matru sadhu Sange, sarva siddhi Hai. Simply by a a moment's association with a sadhu, one can attain perfection. Thank you for giving your association every day through Srimad Bhagavatam.
0: Well, thank you for seeing it that way. The way I see it is I'm just trying to give the association of Srila Prabhupada and Krishna and the wonderful personalities embodied in the Srimad Bhagavatam. Hare Krishna.
1: From Dal Nitai?
0: Yes, Dal Nitai. Dear
1: Sri Guru Maharaj, please accept my obeisance. Thank you for tonight's reading. Hare Krishna.
0: Hare Krishna.
1: I still had a question pending from yesterday. As in today's world, the standard and ideal Vedic setup will more likely than not not be in place in terms of of the mother being lovingly cared for by the elder son, so that at the so that the father at age fifty five can leave home to take sannyas. Would we consider an adjusted standard contemporary advice or standard teaching in this regard?
0: Well, Sheila Prabhupada said that uh, one of the one of the functions of Śrīla Prabhupāda setting up the International Society for Christian Consciousness was to set up um uh, communities of devotees and if a if a woman devotee a devotee in a lady's body uh no longer has husband to take care of her. Or son to take care of her, then she should take shelter, and this is going on even today in Vrindavan and Mayapur, that there are retired ladies who are taking shelter. Uh, Vrindavan has become a place in India. Vrindavan and in, in, in places, the holy places around Vrindavan, are places where uh, women go to stay, and there are places, you know, for feeding them, you know, free food centers dharmshalas, places for them to stay. So this is a part of of human society how to take care of all the members of you know of the devotional community. so that's this that's the system that's that's the authorized system. either the temples or temple community or the the especially the farm communities and communities and holy places like Mayapur, Vrindavan, uh, are, are shelters for people who are, who are retiring. And if a devotee is is sincerely engaged in devotional service for the rest of, for the for the whole of one's life, then they will be taken care of at the end. Even though we may not have some kind of social system like, like they do in the material world, like the social security system in America or some kind of pension system or whatever uh, Krishna will take care of them through this international society for Krishna consciousness but one has to be willing to do the needful one has to be willing to live simply you know and, and devote oneself completely to Krishna consciousness then Krishna takes care fully Hare Krishna.
1: And from Rati Manjari, mm. how does one's faith become unflinching?
0: How does one's faith become unflinching? When it becomes detached from material conceptions. The material conception of life attaches us to the things that that we think are ours, but, but nothing is ours. Therefore, if we think that everything that we have actually belongs to Krishna and take care of it as if it belongs to Krishna because it does, then we will always be clean, regulated, comfortable as we can be in this material world it's not possible to be completely comfortable in this material world because the soul is eternal and the material forms are temporary so it's not possible to be completely you know uh, aloof from the material existence but if we learn to see the Lord everywhere to see that everything belongs to the Lord and use everything in His service, then our, our faith becomes unflinching. Hare Krishna.
1: And from Dāl-Nitā.
0: Yes, Dal Nitai.
1: He says, Thank you, Sri Guru Maharaj, for your helpful insights.
0: Hare Krishna.
2: Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Thanks everyone for your wonderful discussion, as
0: usual, and reflections. Your association is uh, life giving. Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Samabeda Bhakta Brinda ki jai. Gorpremanandi, Hare Hare See you tomorrow night same time, same place, same topic, the teachings of Kapila Dev. Hare Krishna, see you tomorrow.